Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Now, speaking of the traveling the world, we're currently here in Manila, Philippines, uh, doing some speaking engagements this week. I actually have four speaking engagements in the next five days. Go in tonight, go in tomorrow, Friday's a break, then I go in on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so super excited about speaking here in Asia and uh, inspiring people to also make money and travel the world. And I love bringing on other entrepreneurs, other world travelers onto our show to provide resources, support, education around how to build your business. And one of the key ways to build a business is the power of referrals, power of networking, and the power of partnerships. So I have an expert on the show here today who teaches just that. His name is Michael Griffiths. He is known as the referral marketing guru. That's right. You got Daddy Blogger and the referral marketing guru on the show here live. Uh, so Michael is... Um, you know, based in Sydney, Australia, uh, just north of Manly, for those of you who have been over there to Sydney, and he's the founder of uh, Referral Marketing Guru. He runs two amazing clubs, Referral Trading Club and also Partnership Club. And we're going to be adding tons of value for you guys who are entrepreneurs, business owners in terms of how to grow your business through the power of referrals. So, Michael, how are you doing today? Yeah, Ricky, doing fantastic. Thank you very much. Great to be with you. Um, love the love the theory of Nomad. We uh, three months of the year are in LA, three months of the year are in London, have just got back from uh, Gold Coast, Melbourne, Brisbane. So being able to do business on the road is where it's at. So it's brilliant to be with you today. Well, you're living the message. You're living the message there in uh, multiple continents, in uh, North America, in Europe, and in Australia, and of course, in different parts of Australia, uh, New South Wales, and over there in the Gold Coast and Queensland as well. So, uh, Michael, uh, what we'd like to do is start off our show is to get to know our guests and to find out their stories. Everyone has a story of why they started their business. So let's hear yours. Yeah, lovely. So my world was very different a decade ago. Uh, here I was, a primary school, high school math teacher, and had been doing that for eight years, elite level basketball coach. So uh, have coached it at national league level, been to two Olympics as an assistant coach, the collegiate level over in the US. So I always thought teaching, coaching, there's my life, nothing different. Um, the teaching allowed me to coach because school was 8.30 to 3.30. So you got to have morning practice and afternoon practice. So I was living the dream, so I thought. So I remember coming back from the US and uh, getting back into the school system here and saying, I'm sick of the lazy teachers. Give me my 30 kids, leave me alone, and I'm absolutely happy. Tell me to do pointless paperwork. Tell me to attend silly meetings that meant absolutely nothing and have other teachers whinging complain that they actually got to teach kids. It wasn't long before I sort of had enough of that. So I remember uh, Kate telling me, well, you've got 40 more years of that or go do something else. So uh, not very good at being... Uh, patient with other people. So off we went to do something else and created our first business in 2008 and that was a tutoring centre. So since then, we've gone on, created seven businesses, sold six of them and niched down into referral marketing in 2013, mid-2013, after selling a fairly big marketing agency to a Canadian group, by the way. Uh, but, and that's where we've been and, and we've really found our home and our passion. I think the other businesses were a good stopgap measure. They were things that people needed. I wasn't overly passionate. We're now helping people be able to grow their business through 
you know, through referrals and their networks. It's what I live and breathe and how we grew all of our businesses, never paying a cent for marketing. So it just excites me. And it excites me when people can collaborate with each other, where they can team up with one another, where they can help one another. And it's not about, hey, how much are you going to pay me? It's I want to help you because you want to help me. And it's that abundance mindset. And to me, it's brilliant when I see that happening. So in short, yeah, teacher, teacher by trade. This is now the seventh business, sold six. And here we are getting to be able to help others around the globe, which I just wouldn't have dreamed of 10 years ago. So uh, it's been brilliant. Yeah, that's amazing. Thanks for tracing back the whole history to where what got you to where you are now. And you're really living your passion. I can see the energy shift here when you started talking about uh, your referrals and networking and helping and abundance, your whole energy shift just in that uh, little few minutes alone. So I love it. I love it. We live in a day and age of uh, Google ads and Facebook ads and Every, uh, not every, but a lot of marketers nowadays are telling us, you got to go to Facebook ads, you got to pay Facebook and then reach your targeted network. Uh, whereas what you're teaching is, uh, you know, the old school, I mean, I, I wouldn't say old school approach, but it's a tried and trusted approach of word of mouth marketing. It has worked, it is working, and it will continue to ex ex work way beyond anything that Facebook does, right? Word of mouth is king in marketing. So uh, tell us a little bit about why do you feel networking, partnerships, referrals are the dominant way of marketing in this day and age? Yeah, great. Um, and I've been saying for a few years, and I think now it's starting to catch up a little bit, that we're not in B2B, we're not in B2C, we're in H2H. We're in human to human. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. So if you are a, uh, let's just take, you're a professional service business, and um, whether you're a financial planner, whether you're a lender, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're a uh, lawyer, any of those, well, people aren't going on to Google, typing in lawyer, and then going, great, I'm happy to pay that person $1,000 an hour to serve me. It's not how it works. Okay? Whether you're a consultant, whether you're a coach, any of those types of industries, being able to run ads, yeah, sure, you're going to pick the odd person, but the majority of time, people are just now trying to get quotes, trying to look on price compared to when you're referred by somebody, when somebody introduces you, when you go on the back of somebody else's credibility, you don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to all of a sudden go, well, I'll give you a 20% discount because that person wants the so-called perceived expert the best. So they're happy to go on someone else's recommendation. So for some industries, look, I, I think the online ad space is brilliant. And um, but when you're when you're charging a few thousand dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, people aren't making those decisions as far as I know. Um, and I'd be really interested if they were, uh, based on what someone's website says. They make those decisions based on recommendations and on the back of their network's credibility. And that's why it's so important to be entrenched in other people's networks.
Yeah, and I mean, uh, of course, with the power of social media, we're all so connected. Like, even how we connected, my buddy Nathan, shout out to him. He's like, have you heard of this Michael guy? I'm like, no, Michael who? And I looked him up. I was like, oh, Michael, you know, referral uh, marketing guru, the Facebook group. I'm like, okay, I got to get this guy on the show. And within two days of him telling me, us connecting, boom, we have you on the podcast. It's just phenomenal that we can do this at a lightning speed. You over there in Sydney, I over here in Manila, and within two days of hearing about you, boom, I'm talking to you, and we're, we're potentially doing business and helping uh, you know, thousands of people through my podcast as well. So yeah, just phenomenal. So tell us about like how can business owners use networking? Like, What are, what are your strategies there? Like, Give us some practice. Yeah, good. So there's, there's three things that I'll talk about. We, we talk about three key circles. So the first circle is around uh, what we call our referral teams. So a lot of times people will go to networking events or they'll find people and they'll do these coffee catch-ups and it's like, great, we sort of have the same clientele, we don't compete, how about we pass each other referrals? So they go and have a coffee with them. Nothing happens. It's like you look out for me and I'll look out for you and let's just hope that something takes place. So instead, what we say is, hey, how about we actually build teams of people around us who we sell to the same sorts of people, we don't compete with one another, and let's actually strategize, whether it be week in, week out, or month in, month out, or even quarter in, quarter out. Let's strategize on how we're actually going to help each other, how we're actually going to find each other new business. And there's whole processes, there's agendas, there's structure to it. Because I think most people don't get as many referrals as they want because they've got no structure. All they're doing is they're turning up and they're hoping that oh, Ricky will listen out for me and let's just hope that someone falls on Ricky's lap and he remembers me and then passes them business to me. That's a lot of hoping that Ricky actually does all of those things for me to eventually get a referral. So I go, well, let's remove all that. Let's actually put structure and process and agendas where we have to help each other because that's why, again, referral relationships fizzle out and die because we don't end up doing things for one another. There's no point continuing to, to catch up and to have conversations if at the end of the year we've passed each other two referrals. Not worth it. So building our referral teams is the first thing that we talk about and, and is really important. The second thing is around our networks and just taking more ownership of our networks. So in the end, uh, we've all got networks. Everyone on our social media is in our networks. Everyone in our CRM is in our networks. Everyone in our phone is in our networks. Our clients, our prospects, our past clients, friends, family, staff, the list goes on. Everyone around you is part of your network. So are you growing your networks with the right sorts of people? Or are you just hoping the right sorts of people come? So when I talk about networks, we talk about you want people in your network who can buy from you who can partner with you, and who can open doors for one another. So when you've got three different types of people in your networks, then all of a sudden, it's worth engaging with those people. See, a lot of the time, people come, oh, wow, I've got 500 people, I've got 1,000 people on my LinkedIn. Fantastic. When was the last time you spoke to any of them? What do you mean speak to them? Why would I do that? Like, there's no point having people in your network unless you are going to engage with them and create conversations with them. So that is a, another big second part. A lot of people go to networking events thinking that that's their network where 
the majority of people at that networking event, they're never going to buy from you. The other quarter are never going to partner with you. And now you're left down to walking around handing out business cards, hoping that someone might actually decide that they want your product or service. Complete waste of time. So do I think networking events are a waste of time? Not at all. But there's an art to being able to do it. And it's about being able to grow your networks in a way that in the end, you've got people in there who can buy, partner, open doors, which then expands to even more good things. So that's the sort of the second circle that we talk about our networks. The third circle is partnerships. How do you create partnerships where you can do cross promotions for one another, where you can do joint, uh, I jump on one your podcast, you jump on my podcast type of thing, where you can leverage into other people's networks. So partnerships, they're not new. We just don't seem to recognize them when we're a small business. Take any frequent flyer program. That's just simply partnerships. So here I am with Virgin Australia Velocity, and where do I now buy my petrol? BP, because they're a partner. Where do I stay at hotels? Hilton or a call group, because they're a partner. So all they're doing and all you're ever doing with partnerships is sharing each other's customers, each other's networks. And as a small business, we just don't think like that well enough um, to be able to create enough. There are so many opportunities that we pass every day in which we could partner and share each other's customers. We've got to change that way of thinking. So they're the sort of the three big things we talk about, our teams, our networks, and our partners. I love it. I love it. Uh, teams, networks, and partners. Uh, for people watching, you'll actually see it right behind them on the banner there. Networking, partnerships, and referral teams. So uh, definitely we're, we're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive into these areas. So the first question I have is like, the types of people, because there's so many businesses out there, there's so many different services, there's so many realtors, mortgage brokers, financial planners. So what are the types of people and then how do you pick the right ones to partner with? Yeah, good. So you certainly need your set of rules. So, and they're gonna evolve. Don't think you're gonna get your set of rules right from the very beginning. So the first thing for me is they've gotta have a similar mindset. They've gotta have similar values. They need to be easy to communicate with. So where a lot of people would go, do they have the same sort of network that I sell into? And do we not compete? Yeah, they're important. But there are so many people I come across where the first two are, are relevant, but they're just a complete douchebag. Well, I'm not doing anything with them. So my rules start off with, hey, are you fun to be around? Do you have the same sort of mindset and values as what I do? Is it easy just to have conversations with you? And then if those four are right, good. Do we have similar networks where we can actually add value to each other because we sell to the same people and we don't compete with each other? So therefore, promoting you into my network is really easy. So they're sort of my list of things that I look out for to determine is it a good person or not to be part of my referral team. So in terms of the actual types of uh, jobs or careers, like uh, would you recommend like having like, 10 people, 20, the numbers, and also the type of jobs. Uh, walk us through that. Yeah, and, and it varies for every single person. So what we talk about with our partnership club, guys, is, hey, have a whiteboard of 50 partners. Because if you've got a whiteboard of 50 partners, you're always going to have plenty of opportunities sitting there on the table. But for some, 
50 is way too many. They're not going to be able to manage that. They only need five or six. So if, if people got four, five, six good partners that they were strategizing with month in, month out, they would create more referrals than what they could handle compared to probably the two or three that they might be getting now. All right, makes sense, Michael. So I have a question around the, the money factor. So obviously, uh, you know, your partners, your teammates, you're referring back and forth. So now when it comes to uh, commissions, do you actually pay each other or is it more like, okay, I'll send you leads, you send me leads and we'll, that's, it's like value for value or is the actual money being exchanged between the referral? Yeah, perfect. And it can happen either way. How I will teach it to start with is let's just you help me and I help you. There's no money involved because that's the true relationship that we both actually want to help each other. When right. it comes down to, hey, how much are you pay me? Then all of a sudden it's not about the relationship anymore. It's about the financial factor, which completely changes the way we're going to do things. So I think starting off, where it's got nothing to do with paying someone a commission. It's got nothing to do with anything other than you're helping me, I'm helping you. When you start like that, it's a, such a stronger relationship and you'll be amazed how much more business you do. But does that mean you can't go down the, the affiliate commission path? No, not at all. There might be some people where that's a great fit and you're both going to be able to make lots of money because of it. Brilliant. So really it just comes down to the conversation that you have with that person at the beginning. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, business is relationships period, right? And at the end of the day, business is also money. So you got to like figure out, okay, if I'm working with a realtor, I help him like, you know, send him a lead, he sells the house, there's a little bit of money there. But if he sells, you know, I have like a book, my book's like 10 bucks. So if he refers me, it's like 10 bucks, you know, he probably doesn't care about a $2 commission there. So it's like, you know, of course, he's probably going to throw money my way if I give him a house referral and, you know, the buck, I'll be like, oh, I'll treat you for coffee, right? So there's definitely a balancing act there, isn't there? Very true. Yeah, very true. Um, so it's up to individuals. I, I think, well, I don't think I've seen the US way is definitely more around affiliates and commissions. Yes, the yes, European yes. Australian way, probably not so much. Um but at the same time, neither is right or wrong. So it's all about having the conversation so everyone's on the same page. Yeah, and I mean, you brought up something very interesting here because I do come from North America, right? So I have a more of a more North American Canadian mindset. And of course, you're Aussie, but then, you know, we both are more global in terms of like we're traveling a lot, we have business relationships multiplied to the world. So even what you said there is like if you're working with someone from North America, then you might have to bring in the money more. If you're working with someone in Europe or Australia or Asia or, you know, Latin America, it's maybe not as much about the money right away. So it's about the relationship and then money comes later. So, yeah, even there's the whole cultural variables in terms of what you're saying here. So well, another question I have for you, uh, Michael, is this whole area of social media. A lot of us have our social media networks that we're using for friendships, we're using for social part of the social media. Not as many of us, uh, you know, some, some business owners, a lot of business owners struggle. How do I monetize my social media? How do I turn my friends, my LinkedIn connections into actual business? So what are your tips there in terms of leveraging social media into your business? Yeah, and it starts off with how you view social media. So on all of our social platforms, I don't have mum, dad, brothers, sisters. They want to talk to me, pick up the phone. 
So everybody who's on there, we have grown with the intention of growing our networks with the right sorts of people. So if you right now, let's just use Facebook, you had Facebook with 100 friends. Great. Just tag them as 100 friends and you get to show them just that sort of stuff. But now you've got 4,900 more spaces because you're allowed 5,000 people on your personal profile to be able to grow your networks where who knows what opportunities might come from that. So I think we've got to change the way of thinking around just our networks in general, whether it be offline networks or online networks. We have to grow our networks with intention to be able to create more opportunities. And I think that's a big thing where people just don't do. They just don't think about it enough. They just let stuff happen rather than making stuff happen. And I think that's where the that network circle we talk about and having so much intention and, and so much purpose with what we do is why our guys create so many opportunities because it's not just sit back and hope and let's see what happens. It's very much a, there's a process and a structure to every single thing. So I'm in the boat that, we live in a time right now which is just never seen before. You don't have to use radio. You don't have to use TV. You don't have to use billboards. Social media is exactly that for us. Like to think I can do a live feed and I can be in front of tens of thousands of people within an hour without paying a cent. Like when you think about it like that, you have to be using social media for your business and you have to be sharing with the world what you are good at or else you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You're missing out on amazing opportunities. And that doesn't necessarily mean just for sales, but it means for being able to collaborate with other people, to be able to get other doors open for you. There's just so many things that can happen when you are seen. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Michael. So, uh with uh, the dominant player right now in social media, you got Facebook, you got like different types of ways you can market. Uh, you got your friends, uh, you got your pages, and you got your groups. With pages, you know, obviously there's a little bit of a pay to play. Uh, there's the groups, which obviously you're a big uh, advocate of with your group, and then uh, just Facebook friends in terms of what you're saying, like family and friends, and of course, business kind of friends. Uh, tell us about how do you use uh, friends first, pages second, and then groups third? Yeah. So we talk all the time with our guys that there are, there are three elements in social that you have to get right. You stuff one up and you stuff it all up. So the first thing is that you have to be seen as an expert. So if you're not creating content, and this is the same on every single page, if your page group personal, if you're not being seen as an expert, why would we buy from you? You wouldn't. So therefore, you have to do things through the course of the week that show you to be an expert. But at the same time, you also have to do things during the week that shows that you're a real person. So if all you did was just purely expert posts, people would tune out, they're boring. So that has to be mixed up with things that you're doing personally. So we'll always have photos, um, again, on our business page, on our group, on our personal page, for example of, hey, we're about to catch a flight somewhere, sitting in the seat. We've got to be interactive and people interact when they, are, when they can see that you're a real person. So expert posts, real people posts. And to me then, you've also got to have posts that take people from your social media back to your CRM. 
So you've got to have ways for people to be able to move from social into that CRM of yours. Now, no one's going to get, for example, a nine-point referral game plan if they don't see me as a real person. It's like, well, I'm not listening to you. Or if they don't see me as an expert. So the three go very much hand in hand. So over a course of a week, you need a nice balance of all three. And we do that across all three of those Facebook platforms, as well as LinkedIn, as well as Twitter, as well as Instagram. So they just all get rotated over the course of a week. I love how you broke it down there, Michael. That was uh, super solid. I've been teaching and uh, you know learning about social media and no one's broken it down so well as those three steps. Uh, you know, I'm going to repeat for everyone listening and watching. So firstly, be that go-to expert, be that uh, trusted advisor. Secondly, be that real person, be genuine, uh, sincere and vulnerable, right? Vulnerability is power. And thirdly, is like you got to take people from social media, driving them back to your website, your uh, email list and your CRM. And I, I know just from experience that most people struggle with the third. Uh, a lot of them are, uh, you know, uh, defining themselves as the expert. They are real to some degree. It's very hard to be fully real on social media, hold a different conversation. Uh, but in terms of taking people from social media into the CRM, uh, I'd love to, for you to break, down, break that down a little bit. Uh, how do you do that? Yeah, so, and, and part of the overall systems we teach is you need foundations. And a foundation is... How are you getting, how are you attracting people who have the pain point that you solve and showing them that you might have a solution? So, Ricky, if you don't mind, I'll just borrow you for a second. So, you get introduced to us from, from Nathan. And that was two days ago. And then you reached out to me on Messenger. Perfect. We had a little interaction there on Messenger. Now, that was about being on the podcast. It had nothing to do with you needing help building referrals. See, a lot of people take that as a mistake and, and the, people, the people who teach right now, all your LinkedIn contacts, export them as a, um, as a database and import them into your CRM. Well, none of those people said that they had the pain point that you solve. They're just simply a connection. So straight away, you've got the wrong people. So we've got to create something. So I noticed just before we jumped on this call, just because you're probably snooping around more so than because you want help, that you downloaded our nine-point referral game plan. So, yeah, so we've got tools and you need to have a tool that people can get to get a bit more help. That's the taster. So then from there, we can now continue to educate and nurture until that person's ready to get help. For a lot of people, they've got no way of attracting people to build their audience. They're just hoping that out of the blue, someone's going to pick up the phone and call them. Unfortunately, that's not how it works these days. So on social media, as an example, we will have a, uh, just did a video just a bit earlier. So we've got a, we've got a new script for um, one of our new tools. So I just did this short little video and it, it reads free guide. Do you want to get more referrals? We've just got a great new uh, template to be able to send your clients to get more client referrals. So I just jump onto a, a little video and I hold it up and I go, hey, guys, is getting referrals a bit of a problem? Do your clients just not refer you? I've just got this great new script that I've written out. If you would like that, go here and you can download it instantly. Now we're taking people from social media over to the page they give us their name and email. 
They get what they've asked. But obviously, the people who are doing that are looking for more referrals. So they're saying, hey, I've got this pain point and I want some help. So now all of a sudden, we've got a whole bunch of people to talk to. We don't do that well enough off social platforms. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And, you know, us uh, email internet marketers will uh, say quite frequently, the money is in the list and the, uh, the list is in the relationships, right? So how do you actually nurture and build the relationships in terms of the actual email? Because it's quite different. You can't just go live through email and you can't uh, have the functionality that you do have in social media. So how does that relationship dynamic change from a social media dynamic to an email marketing dynamic? Uh, walk us through your uh, implementation strategies in terms of your concepts with emails? Yeah, so first thing is it doesn't change and it shouldn't change. And if you're being something on social and being something different to your CRM, I think you've got it wrong. That could be the case years ago. Dynamics of the landscape have changed too much. So if there's nothing else that I reckon someone takes away from this, take this conversations equals opportunities. And that's what we tell our guys all the time, that you've got to be creating conversations. So many people email out their, their database, they talk at them. It's like, buy this, come to this, do this. When we talk to our database, we try to create conversations with them. We're just purely adding value. We're asking questions. And sure enough, people respond. And when people respond, you're now in a conversation. When you're in a conversation, you can now work out what are the pain points. Is there something that you can actually help them with? Is there a fit because you actually want to help them? You can't work out any of that if you're purely talking at someone and then trying to send them to a link. So the bottom line, how do we do it? We don't do it any different on social as what we do to our CRM. And it's also the reason why we didn't have so much traction because people are, are, it's that human to human element. It's that relationship and making someone feel, hey, they're just talking to me. They're not trying to sell to me. And I think that's super important. Absolutely. And I love that golden nugget you threw out there. Once again, conversations equal opportunities. It is really getting them from the social media to the email, to having the conversations, the Zoom chats, the Skype chats, the phone calls, the in-person meetings, and not having a hidden agenda, right? Just like you and I, we're just talking. We don't know what's going to happen out of this podcast, but it's just being genuine, sincere, authentic, and seeing where the future leads you. Spot on. So, uh, Michael, you have uh, the couple of different uh, clubs um, and uh, ways that you're able to actually implement some of the stuff we've been talking about here today. Uh, let's go through them one by one. What is the referral training club, firstly? Yeah, um, so that's what we, we call sort of our entry-level program. It allows someone to have pretty much a, a referral uh, marketing coach in their pocket and being able to um, really go through and, and build their million-dollar referral system, which is our system we've created. Uh, it's a little bit more do-it-yourself, but at the same time, teaches somebody exactly what to do and how to build it. Got a great community around it with people wanting to be able to help each other. And, um, yeah, for, for less than sort of $200 a month, give somebody the opportunity to uh, have that referral coach consultant in their pocket, helping them get more referrals into their business. 
So how does that work at a practical level? So if they're part of that club, uh, what are the, some of the main stuff they're, they're getting access to? Yeah, so there's, there's always training. Uh, there, there's training on building the system. There's uh, monthly planning. There's Q&A sessions throughout the week. So uh, in, in essence, without boring people with logistics, uh, the, the bottom line, a lot of help, a lot of doing, a lot of implementing, and the support that goes along it to be able to build that sort of uh, system that we are talking about. Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense because people could listen to what we're saying and, uh, you know, like, oh, great interview, but they don't take that action and they don't get that support. It's so very key there to having that accountability support community. And then you have a, another program called the Partnership Club. Tell us about that. Yeah, so that's probably our flagship program, Partnership Club. Uh, people throughout the throughout the globe. We run uh, intensives quarterly in London, LA, and Sydney that our members come to. There's weekly implementation that that we get on and do together. Again, a whole bunch of planning, whole bunch of support around it. It's our hand holding program, so uh, it, it just takes it to a whole different level compared to training club, which is more of an entry level. Where partnership club, let's just call that the the, the fast track um, option for people to be able to build their million dollar referral system. But we just go into so much more. It is just more around every aspect of business. When you've got someone who's started seven businesses, sold six, there's an awful lot that they've got up their sleeve. Uh, so we do a whole bunch of, of great stuff in there. So uh, that one there, I said, it's pretty much just complete um, access in there to the stuff that we're doing, looking at what's going on, whole bunch more implementing, whole bunch more accountability. So that's our hand-holding fast-track fast program. Uh, again, about $1,000 a month for, for that one versus $197, $200 a month for the other one. So that's sort of the difference between the two. Yeah, they uh, both sound phenomenal there. Uh, you know, I'd be looking at, uh, we're doing video and audio, by the way, for the people just listening. And I have seen these two banners. You've got your referral burning guru. you got the Amplify staring at me in the face. So, And I'm sure a lot of viewers are like, what is that all about? So I'm going to ask for the sake of me and for the old viewers out there in YouTube land, tell us a little bit about the, the banner on the right, Amplify. Yeah, so we've got we've got a bunch of boards that um, sit in our intensive rooms, and one of them is Amplify. It's time to amplify your business. It's time to take it to a completely different level that you might not even known was the ability to take it to. So that just sits in my office just to remind me that hey, it's time to amplify. It's time to take this and and keep going every day to a completely different level. Um, so that sort of becomes the anchor that I get to, to see the Amplify and, and that's all it simply means. Uh, time to go to a different level, guys. Time to make a bigger impact. It's time to play a bigger game. And that's what Amplify is all about. Yeah, there's so much power when you have words uh, staring you in the face and you're thinking about and they're affirming and validating like, uh, you know, your, your, yourself and your business. So now I know, now I know we've solved the problem there. So uh, in terms of like some closing thoughts here, you know, we, we want to add as much value here. You've already given us so much golden nuggets. So what are your final tips here, Michael? Stuff we haven't covered, stuff, uh, you know, like uh, you want to leave our audience with in terms of amplifying their business. Yeah. So in marketing, there are, there are three elements that you've got to always be thinking about. You've always got to be thinking about how are you building your audience at the top of the funnel? 
So how are you adding more of the right person into your leads bucket? So therefore, you've got more ability to be able to educate, nurture, book appointments with other people. So the first thing is, what type of funnel activities are you doing that build your audience? And your audience is always people who have the problem that you solve and are looking for a solution. That's key. If they're not looking for a solution, they're not your audience because you only want people who are looking for a solution. So that's the first thing. You've got to be building your audience all the time. Second thing, you've got to be nurturing them. You've got to be staying front of mind of them. You've got to be enhancing your relationship with them. If they don't realize that you actually care about them, they're not buying from you. People buy from those that they know, like, trust, and are see as being credible. So just because they've come into your audience doesn't mean that they're ever going to spend money with you. You have to use your middle of funnel to nurture, educate, and train. Then you've got bottom of funnel. And your bottom of funnel is how are you going to get now once somebody's got your tool to get on an appointment with you? And not everybody is ready for that as soon as they get your, um, your, your lead magnet, your tool. So what processes, plans do you have that now gets people to raise their hands? So every day, when you think about those three aspects within your marketing, you will always have an abundance of people to be able to deal with. In essence, that's what we are building for, for our guys, but that's the stuff that every person needs to think about. Anyone who says, oh, I just don't have enough leads, well, it's generally because you're not doing activities that build your audience. So doing running Facebook ads is great, but what's your strategy behind it? What are you doing it for? What happens when you get that next person? You need to know that. Don't rely on outside people to know it. You need to know what happens and you need to be instructing them on what the strategy is. Don't rely on other people having the right strategy for you. You need to have the right strategy for you. So there's some things that I think people really should probably just have a bit of a think about. Love it, love it, love it. You uh, talked about building the audience, nurturing the audience, and then monetizing the audience through the, the, the big funnel, medium funnel, and the top funnel, uh, low to high there. Uh, love love all of your wisdom here. Uh, you know, I just want to keep your brain for the next 10 hours just because there's so much golden wisdom. Even for me, I'm experienced uh, networker. I'm just like, man, this guy gets it. This guy is like totally spot on the money. So thank you, my friend. Uh, thank you, Michael, for coming onto the show. So you do have a Facebook group. You have free resources. You do also the clubs. Tell us about all the ways that people can connect and reach out. Yeah, I think the best way, uh, go grab the, the nine-point referral game plan. So that's a great document. It's free. It, it talks about how you can do so many things um, just straight away. So uh, you can either go behind me where it says Referral Marketing Guru. If you type that in, uh, you will find our site, referralmarketingguru.com.au because we're in Australia. Uh, but, but if you just Google Referral Marketing Guru, we'll take up the page also. So just go there and you'll get the nine-point referral game plan and that's a great starting point for people. Go through that, have a look, start implementing some of the things in there and you'll already be further down the track than what you are right now.
Perfect, perfect. So uh, once again, referral marketing guru. I'll have the link below so you can uh, check out the resource and also the Facebook group and uh, as well the couple of clubs that uh, Michael was talking about. So Michael, uh, thank you for joining us down there from beautiful Sydney, Australia, live on the podcast here today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Ricky, for having me and hope everyone goes out there and time to amplify your business. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. I'm not going to play your game. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh, yeah, whenever I meet Ozzy, I gotta say it to them. You know, it's just it's, it brings back my own memories. I spent for the, those listeners and viewers who don't know, I spent three years of my life in Australia. Absolutely loved it. I circled the whole perimeter of the continent, and man, I'm such a big fan of Australians and Australian culture, Australian people. So. Thanks again, Michael. We don't we don't have enough Aussies on the show here, so I get super excited when I get the Aussie to come on. Thanks for sharing. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Ricky. Yeah, and thanks everyone for tuning into this very uh, inspiring and educational interview. Uh, make sure you connect with Michael once again, referring marketing guru. Make sure you connect with us with Daddy Blogger and of course DigitalNomadMastery.com. Uh, we'll catch up with you guys in the next episode. And happy 